0: Hello, and welcome to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Beau North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And this week, we're back to talk about chapter 29, just as soon as we learn how to walk without rhythm. I'm doomed. (laughs) I know. I
1: am a screw I'm just going to roll slowly down the dunes until something happens and something eats me.
0: I mean, I get screwed on my
1: butt. Oh, that might work.
0: Yeah, if I could do that, of course, then I probably would end up doing what Jessica did a few episodes back and falling into a sand dune and I'd have to go into my, you know, my trance or whatever. I'd have to go into sleep mode. Yeah, forever, forever, (laughs) forever, ever.
1: I can't come back and get you. I'm rolling. I'm rolling down the hills. <laughs> you, you're not going to make foam for me, Megan? I'm like one of those spiders that just like rolls through the desert. Just like, bye,
0: <laughs> goodbye. I can't stop.
1: Like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I don't know how it works.
0: Oh, well, that's quite all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the stupidest part of that movie. How does he not know how a balloon... Anyway. Uh, even as a kid, I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> we are... breaking records for getting off track. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got to be in a hot air balloon in Dune somewhere. And that would be very cool. We actually started watching the His Dark Materials series on HBO. Mm -hmm. Because as you know, this is like probably, it's probably my favorite series ever written. And I'm like, it's very personal to me and very special to me. So I'm very protective of it. So don't talk back. No. (laughs) Um, You know, it's. I always have that moment with Sammy because she's never read them and has no experience Uh, of them. So she's always just like, oh, isn't that the thing where they kill God or whatever? And I'm always like, no! (laughs) 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 And then go on a 20-minute rant about the entire universe and everything that nobody cares anyway. (laughs) um, But the opening scene featured a helicopter and Mm. Brian was very confused. He was like, I thought they all just... Road dirigibles and stuff everywhere. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently there are also helicopters. Huh. Yeah. So anyway. I haven't watched that
1: fairy show on Amazon Prime yet, but Carnival Row. Uh when I do, I'll tell everyone if there's helicopters. I'm only like three <laughs> months behind. zeitgeist but that was never a zeitgeist so let's no
0: i don't think so my dad recommended it to me and no offense to my dad but i know looking (laughs) at it that i probably won't enjoy it i knew looking at it that it
1: was like well all right spoon feed this to me let's do it come on oh is there romance forbidden all right let's come on let's just do it let's just do it (laughs) i just got caught up in all of my my K dramas, which is all—it's just it doesn't have fairies, at least not the ones that I'm watching at the moment. Right, just reincarnation. <laughs> Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this
0: this <laughs> epigraph this week.
1: Yeah, is... I, I
0: have in our notes that it's a whole other novel. It is. It's, it's it's a very it's a short it's a collection of short stories. But you've been actually anxious and and eagerly awaiting this. You've wanted to tackle this <sighs> one. I offered. I know. splice in the audio from the audio book and you said, no ma'am. Because it's so bizarre. What is the it point is of this? It is incredibly weird and it has nothing to do with the rest of the chapter. <laughs> like, there is no context of what's going to happen in the chapter that you can glean okay not to say that you know by the time he was 15 he had already learned silence is telling you what's going to happen in the rest of the chapter because it totally doesn't and he wasn't silent (laughs) he's actually was very sassy in that chapter so i i don't know some of these epigraphs i'm like "Mm, word count padding (laughs) it's already you didn't need it frank that's already big enough so, this this is from In
1: My Father's House by the Princess Arulan, which is, I think we've heard from once before, which talked about uh, the her father, the looking of the portrait of, of mm-hmm. Leto. Uh, so, we, <laughs> here's another little slice of insight into this this household. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: It was illuminating for that, I'll say that. Yes. It did give me more insight into Arulan, mm-hmm. but she's not in this chapter so no she's not in any of them (laughs) right (laughs) so i will let you read it i will sit here quietly (laughs) and let you do your thing
1: family life of the royal crush is difficult for many people to understand but i shall try to give you a capsule view of it my father had only one real friend i think that was count Hasimir fenring genetic eunuch and one of the deadliest fighters in the Imperium. The Count, a dapper and ugly little man, brought a new slave concubine to my father one day, and I was dispatched by my mother to spy on the proceedings. All of us spied on my father as a matter of self-protection. One of the slave concubines permitted my father under the Bene Gesserit Guild Agreement could not, of course, bear a royal successor, but the intrigues were constant and oppressive in their similarity. We became adept, my mother and sisters and I, at avoiding subtle instruments of death. It may seem a dreadful thing to say, but I'm not at all sure my father was innocent in all these attempts. A royal family is not like other families. Here was a new slave concubine, then, red-haired like my father, willowy and graceful. She had a dancer's muscles, and her training obviously had included neuroenticement. My father looked at her for a long time as she postured unclothed before him. Finally he said, She is too beautiful. We will save her as a gift. You have no idea how much consternation this restraint created in the royal creche. Subtlety and self-control were, after all, the most deadly threats to us all. Mm, Whoa. Okay. (laughs) So. So this introduces Count Fenring, Mm -hmm. who who, uh, we've heard mentioned before. His wife, uh, Margot was the one who left the message for Jessica. She's also at Bene Gesserit.
0: Margot Fenring's kind of awesome.
1: She is. And this is her husband, who is, (laughs) well, he's himself. Yep. Um, So, okay. So we know that Rulon's mother is a Bene Gesserit. Mm -hmm. And she, I think, was only allowed to have daughters for Mm -hmm. the, the emperor. And there are five of them. It's like Pride and Prejudice. Right. Uh, And so I guess, and so she trained all of her daughters as Bene Gesserit, and I guess they just would have to spy on their dad a lot, even Mm -hmm. when he got new concubines. Yeah. Uh, And these these concubines would, or just others, would at times try to kill her or her mother or her sisters. Uh, Sometimes maybe even her dad was involved, which seems very dumb. Like, he has to know that if that had worked, people would kind of get what was, you know, that where that was coming from. Mm-hmm. And so this time she, uh, the count brought him this, this super athletic lady who's just doing some naked yoga. Mm-hmm. And he declined to uh, sleep with her. And Arulon had to go back and tell her mom, oh, he didn't sleep with her. This is weird.
0: <laughs> like, oh, good.
1: This is fun yeah. for everybody.
0: Yeah, just a weird, 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 weird thing to tell us, lady. <laughs> Why? I mean, I get that it's, you know, because later on, a
1: lot of the intrigues that happen, like, Paul is very, like, I'm not, I don't do these sorts of intrigues, you know, my intrigues mm-hmm. are different. And I guess, you know, a has been raised in this you know like her entire life has been someone maybe trying to kill me at any point so everyone has secrets Mm -hmm. and everyone has this and that you know and okay link but did we still have to hear about how you had to watch your dad like watch (laughs) this lady right nakedly posing for him and then he was just like "Ah, i guess not
0: (laughs) she's too pretty for me bring me the ugly one yeah,
1: that's the thing. He probably was just like, oh, not this redhead, but there was that blonde the other week. So
0: it's like, oh every time someone talks about like redhead Benny Joseritz, I'm like mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you come from, lady?
1: Exactly. And that's unfair to redheads everywhere. <laughs> I mean they really seem to be thriving. They do in the future. <laughs> Well, it was just national, wasn't it? National redhead day this week, I think.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's always National Redhead Day in our house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I only really know because uh, a friend of mine who is a redhead who posted something.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, when you live with one, it's pretty much always redhead day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it always is here too, but it's secret
0: fake (laughs) oh gotcha (laughs) intrigue Intrigue. oh so that had nothing to do with this chapter this this chapter is about
1: paul and jessica in the desert
0: yeah um no one's naked
1: no one's doing yoga
0: yeah no none of that is happening yeah so they've been camping
1: they (laughs) just a little camping
0: yeah well i mean they managed to get to safety, get their, you know, supplies. They had their still tent. They were able to set everything up and actually, like, get a little sleep and some protection from the sun. And now it's nighttime, and they're coming out of the tent. And um, this chapter, I noticed, has a lot of, like, really... I don't want to say, like, flowery, flowery, but it's, like, a very descriptive chapter. Like, mm-hmm.
1: It very the, much is.
0: Yeah, it's descriptive and kind of like a... Like, the parts that aren't involving giant monsters are kind of romantic, almost. (laughs) And then there's a worm. (laughs) And then there is a chonky boy. Oh, such a chonky boy. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's the next night, I'm assuming. Paul comes out of the still tent. He's looking around. And I liked this phrasing, um, the dunes exposing greased shadows so black they were like bits of night that's that's nice um Mm -hmm. (laughs) jessica comes out and he's like paul is like oh i could get used to this and she's like oh god (laughs) shut
1: up (laughs) although honestly with everything this kid has been through i can kind of see it where he's just sort of like hey it's we're just sitting out here in the quiet
0: well yeah i mean Huh. He doesn't have boring lessons going on. He doesn't have a million people coming in, telling him not to sit with his back to the door. He doesn't have like, you know, he doesn't have all the people running around trying to like, you know, watch him and make sure he's safe and everything. This is like the first real taste of freedom that Paul has gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I can see it.
1: And she thinks about, you know, some Benny Gesserit training, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, when... You're under stress. Your mind can either go super positive or super negative and a lot. How you were trained is going to depend on where you go. So mm-hmm. Paul's obviously skewing positive, And she's like, I guess I will attempt to do this as well. Mm-hmm. And, but she does acknowledge that, you know, out in the desert, you could be alone and not have to worry that someone's trying to kill you all the time. <laughs> yeah. Which must be nice. That's a nice break.
0: Yeah. I mean, the desert itself is trying to kill you all the time. But they're. But that's less
1: than you know. Well, I mean, you know, teenager Rulin having Mm -hmm. to watch her dad have (laughs) sex with people who might kill them.
0: God, it's so weird. Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So they have seen some greenery. Mm -hmm. In in so much as it is, Uh, there's some some cactuses and you know some spiny bushes. And they realize that, you know, that probably means that at some point there has been enough water for that to happen. Yeah. And they're a little, you know, Paul is a little worried that, you know, you know, maybe we just see something random and there's not an mm-hmm. abandoned testing station. Or there's not any Fremen and it's just coincidentally like we just happened upon where there's some plants.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: all they can do is keep moving forward.
0: Yeah. So Paul has to give Jessica a little uh, lesson in how to walk without rhythm and it sounds really (laughs) exhausting but she she does manage it like she does say like i think they do say like it's like the muscle memory is what you have to fight against and that is exactly like what we were talking about going downstairs like whenever Mm -hmm. i make myself walk downstairs with two two feet is like literally it's fighting against muscle memory and it's hard it is yeah i mean it's just yeah, like
1: I would just not be successful, but they do, and they do mention, because I think it's come up a couple of times, but there mm-hmm. are two moons on uh, mm-hmm. Arrakis, cause this is the first moon, will be up soon. Yeah. So, just a nice little
0: A nice just, touch. Just a nice yeah. little
1: touch. I, I think Paul's yeah.
0: pretty, he's kind of like, feeling kind of stoked. Yeah. He's like, hey, I said a thumper, we can get going now. Like, I, I think he's feeling like, he's this might be the last time he feels like a kid yeah um I
1: wish I wish we had two moons that'd be nice yeah I'm sure it would affect you know
0: tides and gravity and and stuff yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) but at the end of it we'd have two moons and that's nice
0: (laughs) it would be pretty I'd rather have two moons than two suns I'll say that well you get two suns you got yourselves a Tatooine yeah and I'm not
1: interested (laughs) Well, I don't want to tell you anything, but you're kind of on a tattooing.
0: <laughs> we are right now
1: with Paul uh, and Jessica. Wink. Wink.
0: A wink. <laughs> no, uh, I meant for myself personally. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't like, want to be
1: in any of this. No. We'd be worthless in any situation we have We have established in. <laughs>
0: this. Yes. No, I would be dead the first day we are in Ericine. Like, we, nice I, wouldn't even,
1: I wouldn't even get into the
0: desert. No. That
1: takes place like right now. <laughs> A pleasant uh, I, yeah. story about
0: 2019. <laughs> I mean, this is true. I am useless in most situations. Uh, so they turn on the thumper. Yes. To
1: distract the worm, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. They get a little beat
0: going. A little. That
1: worm is just like, hey, hey, I hear this. Here we come. Here we come. And it's just, I just like to think that they're just down there, like. Trolling along on their little whole you know, pathways or whatever they've got, and then it's just like, hey,
0: yeah. I hear the rhythm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rhythm that is going means, to get them.
0: <laughs> yes, that means dinner. Um, everything is going pretty good, but then Paul steps on, and I love this. This is one of my favorite <laughs> weird details about Dune. Paul steps on something called drum sand. What is which this? Is, <laughs> It's so weird and cool. It's like, I don't know how it is, but when you walk on it, maybe it's like, okay, here's what I'm thinking. It's like a thin sort of brittle layer of sand on top of like looser sand is what I'm imagining. Now, maybe someone that's into like physics or whatever, or I don't know, that understands these kind of mechanics could like tell us how that might work. How that sound might carry, but anyway, when you step on it, it makes this booming sort of and rhythmic sound, <laughs> which is really weird and really really silly. And I like when things are silly in Dune, like hello, spice side messenger bat, best character, <laughs> drum sand, hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs>
1: like talk about what a pointless. Like how would that even develop?
0: that's As what i'm thing. saying like you know, i mean maybe like wind shifting winds or something like i don't know i want it's almost like a it and there's a rippling effect and then it's just like yeah. bom,
1: bom, bom, bom,
0: bom, bom. it's like oh no yeah. <laughs> maybe a geologist that's the word i was looking for a geologist could get back to us <laughs> and fill us in on how that might it's, be possible yeah like you step on it and Everything just. And like... you're Getty Lee all of a sudden, or whatever that guy's name is. It's... Not Getty Lee. Who was the drummer <laughs> from Rush? I don't know. Rush is such a dude thing. Why are you asking me?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, Getty Lee is the lead singer of
0: Rush. Oh, I don't know who the, the one drummer with is. That, with that weird voice. Yes. Neil. Wait, it's Neil something. Oh, I just keep I do wanting know to that. say I keep wanting to say Neil Bree. <laughs> <laughs> on drums. i
1: bet he would tell you he's an excellent drummer neil pert oh,
0: he's the best he's the best drummer there was never a Neil pert
1: is the drummer neil of rush okay. which i only could put my mind to because it's an mst3k joke
0: yeah well every <laughs> boyfriend i ever had in high school and in college loved to tell me how neil pert was the greatest drummer that ever lived even though i could give the crap like, I'm I don't know great that I for, agree with that great for Neil I'm very happy for him but I still don't like their music hmm. oh, anyway anyway um, so Neil Pert is not in Dune <laughs> yeah, there's John Bonham <laughs>
1: uh, so now that's drum a sa- drummer <laughs> it's true uh, yeah. so, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> this drum stands where it's going and they're just like "Oh shit <laughs> It's yeah. very like Pippin dropping the rock down the well. Right. <laughs> I'm just you gonna damn do- full of an Atreides. <laughs> Someone should be saying that on every page. Yeah. But it's like you just do one thing and there's an echo and then it's just like, oh, drums.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, it is exactly like that actually. <laughs> so unfortunately, um, because they had already said a thumper, then there was mm-hmm. a worm nearby. So yeah. when they stepped on the drum sand... It was like, like oh, say, yeah, I did an about face and was like a double take. It was like, say what? <laughs> and, you know, kind of turns around and starts going after them. And then it's like, fuck walking without rhythm. It's time to run yep. for your life. They managed to
1: reach a cliff. Mm-hmm. They notice some poles in the sand. That's yeah. important because they kind of notice it. But then they just like are like, no, we don't have time to think about what that could mean. Mm hmm they get themselves into a little hole in a cliff yep and then worm
0: yeah he rises out of the sand and is like sort of i, I imagine it's like he's sniffing for them like its mouth is wide open and they can see all like the the glittering Chris knife teeth and everything oh and nice the description the de- description the description is very vivid but this <laughs> phrasing made me laugh i had to like write it down <laughs> cinnamon yelled in their nostrils cinnamon yelled in their nostrils frank frank <laughs> i i i appreciate that thank you because i like i just said i enjoy silliness in dune and that is a very silly phrase but i mean it does sort of like give you sort of that impact of like how strong it must smell mm-hmm yeah it smells so strong when there's a worm nearby it's almost like that's a clue there's some connection Hmm.
1: between the spice Spice
0: and the worm worm. it's just i don't see it i don't know huh but paul is not really scared he is he's super stoked he (laughs) is having so much fun jessica I mean, is
1: just dealing Je- with all of her training she's just like holy shit holy shit holy shit holy shit gotta calm yeah. down jessica oh is
0: managing to not poop or steal still suit but paul is like woohoo
1: like this is cool i smell cinnamon what's that about i, remember I can Kai totally say something Timothee
0: chalamet like in this scene like i this is the <laughs> first time it, it is really like the first time in reading these chapters that i can really see him as paul oh okay yeah i can see him just like laughing like a little psychopath and just loving <laughs> this <laughs> i have not watched the king yet but
1: i think i'll be able to get some yeah same you know. i
0: i want to watch it but i have not
1: yet see we're always saying that we're gonna watch things i know but see but I, no, we, I really am gonna watch the king as am i But then I'm always like, I'm going to watch something. Oh, hey. (laughs) Hey. Queer Eyes in Japan.
0: Yeah. I'm on season four of Drag Race. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
1: uh, (laughs) where did
0: we leave off? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, But then,
1: then they Mm -hmm. hear another thumper. Another thumper. (gasps) Who said it? Who said it? Who could have set this thumper? The worm's just like, well, and I'm going to go see what that's about. Because there's mm-hmm. nothing over
0: here. Yeah. Paul says something about them having their maker hooks, which are these like telescoping sort of rods with hooks on the end mm-hmm. that they use for something. Because he says, you know, the Fremen must
1: have called the worm. And Jessica's mm-hmm. like, why would they do that? And he's like, I am not sure. But I know that he do said it could hooks. be totally unrelated to us.
0: You never know. <laughs>
1: I think they do something with those worms, but I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they notice more of the poles, which are marking yep. a, a path. Uh, they go up they a ledge. They take that
0: path, yep. yeah.
1: Which at that point I would do. Hell yes. I feel like this could be walking right into my death. Do not care at this point. <laughs> Just get me away from this fucking worm. Uh, so, you know, it's tough walking. There is a great moment where he's just like, I wish we could risk putting a light on. And she's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, we have other senses. Yeah. Like, what have I been training you to do? Mm-hmm. Paul. <laughs> Paul Thomas Atreides. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: Paul Thomas Anderson Atreides. <laughs> you might be a, a great boy king and a film good filmmaker someday, but for now. <laughs> it's a name from Earth's history. <laughs> From the ancient scrolls.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so they you know, she they realize there's steps. Jessica's like, okay, someone has definitely yeah. made these. Uh they get there's up, a
0: little garden up there. And they look it's so pretty. And I mean, it's really just a bunch of shitty little bushes, like <laughs> weak ass little bushes. But I mean, in Arrakis, that's like hello, that's an oasis. Just picture you. You're at the store. There's just like a little, you know, display of succulents.
1: You're just like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, it does say they're paltry bushes. I know, but they're <laughs> Paul says it's like a fairy land.
0: I love succulents. I would never say that. Oh, good, good. They're good. the They'd... only kind of plant I can keep alive for any sort amount of time, <laughs> and they're so cute. They really
1: are cute, but. I hope there's a lot of them in Dune, because I feel mm-hmm. like when they get to the set, they can just be like, look at all these little succulents. They're good yeah. set dressing.
0: See, that might be something I could do. I could, you know, a way I could survive. I could tend to the succulents.
1: <laughs> Someone's going to catch on to you eventually, though. <laughs> I don't know. Bo says that she's taking care of the succulents, but what does that entail, actually? You have to water them sometimes. What's she doing the rest of the time? We're out here. I'm like, Watching them. Tanning leather. What is she Rotating doing? Rotating them. Yeah. <laughs> I got to talk to them, guys. They like Yeah, it. They're, they're my friends.
0: <laughs> I would clearly be the crazy person in this sitch. <laughs> so
1: Paul's, I do like that Paul's just like, oh, this must be a Fremen place. cause like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, boy. But then uh, they hear, ooh, they hear voice because <gasps> paul says he's gonna pitch
1: the tent and that tomorrow mm-hmm. they're gonna try to find the fremen and someone just says yeah most intruders here regret finding the fremen
0: yeah and someone else is like uh don't run wait till tomorrow let's just uh take care of these yahoos now
1: like please don't run it's just gonna waste your
0: water yeah <laughs> so it's so...
1: like oh crap <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so they're kind of getting ready for some shit to go down. And that's the end of the chapter.
1: And one of the reference someone of the the other person who says, like, let's just get their water says, let's make it quick. Still. Still. Ba ba ba. Could this be someone we've met before? Could that be a nickname for someone we've met? And they never have nicknames before or since. <laughs> <laughs> Except they, you know, they have different names, but not like nicknames. No yeah. one's calling him Polly. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, now I'm picturing Polly from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. Uh, Can is... someone please photoshop that for me? Please.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god, amazing. <laughs> but yeah,
1: so they finally run into some Fremen. Mm-hmm. But are they friends or foes? Are foes. I don't know. Who knows? We will, soon enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, we yeah.
1: already know. I, I hate to break <laughs> it to you listeners, but we know. Yeah. Um, we know everything because we see it. Yeah. With also, our... we've
0: read this book before. Shh, shh. No, we
1: just see it. It's magic. It's mystic. We have mystic <laughs> powers. Shh.
0: <laughs> our Bene Gesserit foresight. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Do you think anyone's oh, ever God. like, oh, you know, I want to be a Betty jo or their parents are like, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. We're not <laughs> paying for that. <laughs> we have to send you to that fancy academy, and you're too old as it is.
1: Too old to begin the training. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, someone's just going like, yeah, no, you can't. Sorry. <laughs> um, and what if you, like, fail out? Could you fail?
0: I imagine imagine you can or i'll i do not know i think like they just send you in, to a
1: lesser thing
0: yeah i mean like in wheel of time they have like you know the women all have like it's it's a very bit of type situation where most of them especially if you're like noble born or royal born you will definitely get this like training from early 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 childhood but some are it's just like a ceremonial thing like Mm -hmm. she didn't have any aptitude for this so she's just like an honorary member Uh, okay yeah i don't know yeah think about that so yeah i mean they it's it's not a you don't get like a you can get kicked out so mm-hmm. it is possible to get kicked out and stripped of any powers you might have. But you really mm. have to fuck up to have that happen to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you were at a point with the Betty Gesserits where you just weren't getting a certain thing, they would just send you to do something else.
0: Yeah, or they just send you back. It seems like, though, even if you didn't have, like, an aptitude for, like, they have so many things,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: many fingers and so many pies, you know, like. If you didn't have any particular talent towards some of the more like warrior type abilities or spy abilities, like they still need, you know, like they, still, they still need like scribes and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they'll still need people to do all the grunt work.
1: Yeah. And, you know, somebody who can just, you know, be the one to, oh, like I, I just... A pretty court lady and i just yeah. sit over here and yeah you know occasionally send messages
0: mm-hmm. exactly
1: yeah sort of miss of Avalon-y. sure
0: i don't know interesting def- though huh. things to consider <laughs> for
1: our future when we start our betty Jesser academy
0: yeah uh well as i said i'm useless so <laughs> But I'm very okay, here's one thing I'm good at. I'm good at like mm. curating groups of people. So mm-hmm, I feel like I mm-hmm. could probably be pretty good at like not choosing true. who would be good in our academy. Like <laughs> admissions. I'd be in admissions. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think that would mm-hmm. I think that would suit you. <laughs>
0: um and I would I don't even know. Well, you're obviously the librarian slash archivist. Oh, that'd be so much stuff. Oh, my God. That would be a lot. But if you're the head, you delegate. Ah, sweet delegation. And then you get to, like, swoop in every so often when someone really needs information and just Mm. be like, hmm, you don't have the right permissions.
1: Well, I mean, we don't like to do that, actually, uh, professionally, but I have had to anyway um (laughs) yeah so this is exciting we are finally meeting some bremen you think since they're a huge major part of this entire endeavor that
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know we meet them eventually and it's finally here
0: yes so what do we have to look forward to though because let's see Cinnamon yelled in their nostrils. That is literally where I opened my book to. <laughs> Cinnamon in um, their nostrils. Uh we're gonna meet some
1: other characters. There's like it's a very short yes. chapter next time and we're gonna get well.
0: It's and not... we're still with Paula Jessica in the next one. We're not um we're gonna stay with them for a few chapters, it looks like. Quite a mm-hmm. few chapters coming up. We're not going to have a lot of interruptions from Sufur and the Baron is quite as much in the next chunk of chapters. So. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, no complaints. Get... <laughs> and then then pretty soon we're going to get
1: our namesake. Yes. Some weirding. Mm hmm. And oh. Chani.
0: Yes. Chani, Chani, Chani. Important. Very important character. Very
1: important. Mm
0: hmm and then
1: there's so much fremen stuff
0: honestly (laughs) it's like a whole different book i mean really i feel like this should have been where they delineated the books like between book one and book two of dune because when we start getting into the fremen stuff it is just completely different from what we've been reading
1: and there's so much. Like honestly, it's worth it to go to like Wikipedia and just read up on the like, mm-hmm. customs. And because there are things, obviously, a lot of you know, get things get spelled out, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is also, you know, something is mentioned and then it happens, it comes into play a hundred pages mm-hmm. later. So you're going, wait, what was the meaning of huh? Yeah. What was the significance of that thing that that person said? <laughs> Because it's a very different culture than what we have met up until this point. Yeah. And there, I'm not going to act like it's going to be like, oh, we have to give, you know, warnings because it's problematic. But I do think that there's some stuff that you're reading it and you're going, wait, what? <laughs> um, like people, let's just say that there are elements where people are sort of prizes, which is not a great concept in a society um so there's that uh it's it's just it's sort of like i think any societal or cultural difference i think it's it's honestly just to go back we were something else we were referencing something like lord of the rings where i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are just like well but you know why does sam think that he has to work for frodo and it's like because it's like a class thing yeah (laughs) like it's a societal class thing
0: yeah frodo is actually like is like landed gentry. basically, exactly. And Sam is a tenant farmer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew, like, and I just say that because I knew people when the movies came out who were like, but did he work for him already? And it's like, sort of.
0: Yeah, he was his surf. I mean, it was basically yeah. like a surf <laughs> situation. But, you <laughs> like, know, people a- were like, well, is he
1: like his butler? And it's like, it's not that level.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this is similar things here where there's just going to be a lot of, oh, and now this person... Mm-hmm. lives with me and is sort of my property but it's just like uh-huh.
0: <laughs> great yeah just what everyone wants their own person <laughs> i don't
1: terrible. want to be responsible i
0: mean i didn't even want to have kids because i don't want to be responsible for another person <laughs> i think it's a terrible idea honestly and what if you're 15 and that person
1: is a grown woman of children
0: yeah, yeah. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert! But whoa.
0: Yeah, whoa. Skirt.
1: That's actually something that I had to discover. That actually was one of the things that ma- started to make sense with the movie, mm-hmm. because those kids are in the movie, yeah, but they are never explained because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a deleted scene. You're just like, who are these kids?
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a and- lot. That's a lot of
1: movie. And then once you read it or you hear about the deleted scenes, you go, uh, uh oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> like, then cut them out of those other scenes, please. Why? What's with all these pugs? <laughs>
0: so many pugs. I don't. Oh.
1: And it's not as if there's pugs in like other Lynch stuff.
0: No. You
1: know, it's not, not that like, I oh, remember. no, I'd remember a pug. Yeah. I'd remember if there was just suddenly a
0: pug. totally i tend to remember pugs when they Mm -hmm. pop up into things unexpectedly i mean that is literally like the one thing i always think about first when dune is mentioned when the 1983 movie is mentioned my first thought is always pug space pugs yeah space pugs pugs in space they've got pugs oh so good and that they show up to i know
1: it's I know that it's, you know, uniform, it's ceremonial dress, but mm-hmm. they show up to Arrakis in furs. Mm-hmm. Just full fur. Like, guys. Yep. Whale guys. fur. <laughs> oh, whale
0: fur. And sharks. <laughs> There's a callback from <laughs> our early episodes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's
1: what I want. I want a t-shirt that's that freaking four things font it's just whale fur and sharks and rice
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any spice (laughs) speaking of shirts (laughs) speaking of shirts we should probably tell our listeners that we are um, going to have merch yes yes we're going to have merch I believe Um, Tea Fury is going to have some merch for us we have an artist who will be making some designs for us but if you guys have any any like particular moments from the show or anything you think you would like to see on a shirt mm-hmm. reach out and let us know because we are super down to have your feedback on that and see like what you would be interested in but yeah we figured it was time we noticed some other june podcasts have merch so you're we like why should not <laughs> we have merch yeah yeah I mean, look and at to be us. honest Excessively Diverted has been talking about having merch for a while so I figured I would just kill two birds with one stone and get get it set up for all of my shows so <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any other shows
1: but I'm excited for this because I yeah. can't just make merch of me
0: <laughs> that's going to be just our merch that was just Megan's face that's <laughs> just a shirt I'm buying my husband it's like look honey
1: it's me <laughs> why aren't you wearing
0: it come back maybe we could get billy's uh <laughs> drunken idaho <laughs> oh want-
1: amazing <laughs> we actually did that once oh uh, what's that site where you can like zazzle i think it is yeah because he was like you know bored in a meeting or something and it was a doodle he did of a velociraptor <laughs> in a hat singing karaoke yeah and i just like took a picture of it and sent it to my brothers as a joke and my one brother was like i need that on a t-shirt so <laughs> we had that we had that made <laughs> art i don't know where that where's that shirt now i'm gonna have to text my brother and be like where's my that husband
0: shirt? often makes pictures of his like he'll make eight-bit art and oh. have that made into pictures. Well, I say art very loosely. Because he's not good at it. But they are cute shirts.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a Thor and Loki cross stitch that I did. Where the Thor was actually a pattern for. It was supposed to be post-it art. Which come on Marvel. <laughs> no one's doing that. No. But um, it's perfect for cross stitch pattern. Oh. And Billy did the Loki. Because there wasn't one. And you can't cross stitch a Thor without a Loki.
0: No, you cannot. So. (laughs) um, They go together like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Which is which? Who knows? Uh, Oh, Loki's definitely the jelly. Yeah. 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 Jelly's cold, it can be slimy (gasps) sometimes. Wow. But sweet, too. Okay. Yeah. Redeemed. You know, I love my Loki. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh
1: poor Tom Hiddleston. He will never escape the way. Maybe he shouldn't keep
0: doing TV shows and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm telling you, friend. Just stick to vitamin commercials, I guess, <laughs> and Broadway. <laughs> poor man. I, he probably never wants to do another Broadway show ever again after what happened.
1: <gasps> okay, so just going to turn this into Megan and Bo's what? Corner. Yeah. So a few weeks ago. So Tom Hiddleston, if you do not know, is on Broadway right now in the Pinter play Betrayal. Yes. Which is a very serious play yes. about a married couple where, one, where the woman is having an affair with her husband's best friend. Mm-hmm. And it's him, uh, an actress who I've seen and stuff, but I cannot think of her name. Uh, but she's very lovely. I've seen her picture. And, and Charlie um, Cox. Charlie Cox. Mm-hmm. And... Apparently, a few weeks ago, someone had gone on, I believe, Twitter and said that they were seeing the play
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: the woman seated not next to them, but like one over or something, close, very close to them. Close, yeah. Was apparently pleasuring herself whenever mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston was close to their side of the stage. Yeah. Numerous times.
0: Yep. Um, and that's, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you imagine, uh, no, and not only that, like, so I had a friend that went to see it like the week after that happened and they were (laughs) like, I would have enjoyed the show a lot more if security wasn't so tight and so crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? (laughs) It's because the lady was masturbating in the audience like last week.
1: I... first like, of
0: all okay how are I'm you gonna masturbate judging...
1: to a pinter yeah,
0: there's that <laughs> like I'm not trying to judge someone's kink like if doing stuff but like in public I'm like come on we all have to occupy this space let's just have yes. a little common courtesy like do that in the privacy of your own home like rent the deep blue sea or something and you know watch that <laughs> Uh, if you want something like criminally depressing to met, that features also features naked Tom Hiddleston, go for naked it. Tom D-Blue Hiddleston C.
1: screaming.
0: Ugh, that movie at Rachel is. Feist. Uh, that movie is such a fucking bummer. It very much is. Yeah. Um, Simon Russell Beale is great though.
1: But yeah, it's just I can't. And there's so much. I mean, earlier. There had been some calls out call out because um, someone took pictures during a nude scene in uh, Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de lune mm-hmm. and Audrey McDonald had to call them out for that on Twitter yeah um, which again, that's something where who knows why they were taking the picture because I wasn't sure which which characters were naked in that particular scene I guess it was she said it was a nude scene, so I presume both of them mm-hmm. and I just look if you want to see michael shannon naked you can just google it yeah um i'm just gonna put that out there in this world promo pictures for for other things Mm -hmm. you don't have to like sneak photos of people when they're performing a play
0: honestly you could have got you could go see that play very cheaply it was tickets were like forty dollars when i was in new york and it was about to the i think they were about to end the run because it Mm -hmm. did not do well Mm. um people just found it very off-putting i think so (laughs) (laughs) but so the tickets were like dirt cheap and i very nearly went and i was like "Eh, i don't really want to pay to be depressed
1: well i mean that's that's theater yeah uh but to just yeah like here's the thing you don't don't involve unwilling people mm-hmm. in what gets you off yeah if you're that into tom hiddleston yeah just just see the play and then go home to your memories mm-hmm. you know watch the night manager
0: yeah. i don't know like he's naked uh, in a lot of stuff yeah. i hate to tell you this but we've all seen his butt It's a nice butt, but he's naked a lot.
1: And you don't have to involve like don't involve other people. Yeah. Like that's just it's the the end of it. Like unless they're consenting,
0: but like the whole audience is not Nope. Are you gonna sit stand there like at the doors when everyone's coming? Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Like
1: you're just have to ask you
0: a quick question. Quick question. So you're you're not at the vampire show from Interview yeah. with the Vampire, like
1: <laughs> everyone in the audience isn't like there for the weird show, you know c- no, come on <laughs> and oh, and several times as well as the other part of it where You're just, like, I know well,
0: ah, okay lady yeah, I just ask <sighs> like, you know we all masturbate it's like not a big deal, but at the same time like please just, you know Maybe not in public or not with an audience unless they know what they're in for. That's all I'm saying. I'm not judging anyone. But But except maybe that lady.
1: Tom Hiddleston is going to be playing Loki forever just so that he never has to do Broadway. Broadway. (laughs) Which is a shame because he is a very good actor. And I'm just like... I'm all for, I've seen, like, I mean, we've discussed this in the past. I have seen some very weird movies because I was into an actor or actress that was in them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they are not characters or roles or storylines that are particularly great uh, or can be really depressing. But you're just like, I've got to see this, this person.
0: Oh, yeah. But
1: again, I say betrayal. (laughs) It's just, I can't, Some things you can't overcome no like you're not going to see like i don't know night mother and it's just like oh <laughs> these hot ladies like wow you know it gets me going that's the, that's the like goat.
0: masturbating to the sex scene in in, in midsummer like no <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no <Why? laughs>
0: i it's just like
1: you know what i love is the goat or who is sylvia like hmm <laughs> <laughs> a marriage is falling apart because a guy's in love with a goat. That's that's what, yeah. <laughs> And before anyone is like, what? That is an actual play. Look it up. It's by Edward Albee. Yeah. Uh,
0: guys, I don't know how to break this to you, but the theater has a lot of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's invaluable, and we need to save the arts at all costs. But, but that being and- said.
1: But Anne Dowd was in a play last year about genetic sexual attraction. So. Yes.
0: <laughs> the theater. I love Anne Dowd, but no, thank you.
1: <laughs> I think that's how audiences felt as well. I do not think it was a successful play.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a good place to leave uh, our <laughs> audience for the night. <laughs> as always, we as always we love to hear from you guys. Reach out to us. At weirdingpod at gmail.com we're on um, Twitter at weirdingpod weirding podcast I believe on Instagram mm-hmm. you can find us on Instagram yeah we're easy to find reach out tell us hi you know say hi leave us a review we love reviews it really helps us because it kind of gets us more listeners the more reviews we get so you know, Mm-hmm. it's a meritocracy we <laughs> we only want to get reviews that we've earned but we hope we've earned something from you guys
1: but yeah let us know if there's anything you'd particularly love to see merch wise mm-hmm. anything you know particularly
0: yes fantastic we
1: have a, we've said or a great
0: artist um please check out her instagram it's um salty said sweetly uh she's super talented a Mm -hmm. good friend of ours we love her a lot but Mm -hmm. um awesome awesome stuff and she's got like a link to her her sites on her instagram i believe you could buy i have uh, a couple of her t-shirts that she's designed and i love them they're always always make a statement people always stop and ask me what's up with that shirt that says die mad about it i'm just like well <laughs> if you have to ask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yay from it <laughs> yes another episode down well we <laughs> will see you all next week thank you everybody bye